Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Welcome back to Total Information AM. Along with Tom Ackerman, I'm Megan Lynch. A little bit earlier this morning, we told you about some redevelopment that's going on in downtown with the AT&T Tower. Well, now we've got the man who is working on redevelopment and issues for downtown. Senior Vice President and Chief Downtown Officer Kurt Weigel joining us in studio. Tell us a little bit about what Greater St. Louis Inc. is and what your role as Chief Downtown Officer is. Sure. Well, Part of the reason that I'm here is because I'm so impressed with what Greater St. Louis Inc. is, right? So Greater St. Louis Inc. um, drives job development and inclusive economic growth. And those things are are critical to us developing downtown. So I think the greater work of Greater St. Louis Inc., which has already had a lot of wins under its belt in its two years in operation, is going to help us be successful downtown. Before we start picking apart downtown a little bit and talking about the complaints, let's talk about the good stuff. What What is the number one compliment about downtown St. Louis? I think the number one compliment is people love coming for the games, right? <laughs> uh, right. So, so the, you know, the cards, the blues, and now City. We're happy to have City. Um, and uh, the Battle Hawks, right? <laughs> That's right. Uh, yeah. So, so you know, uh, people love coming for the events downtown. They really enjoy those. And I think that's that's part of our challenge is to expand the the reasons that people love downtown. But starting with with four uh, uh, franchises like that, particularly, you know, some that are so well established, like the Cardinals, probably one of the best names in sport. Right. And then in the Blues uh, also since 1967. So these are names that are deeply ingrained. And I think we can really build on those. One of the things that we hear often is kind of this clash, as it were, between some of the entertainment venues we have downtown and the residents. And now we're hearing about, you know, this new residential development with the AT&T Tower. Is this a residential area? Is it an entertainment district? Is it a business district? What is downtown to St. Louis? I can answer that in one word. Yes. Yes. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) You know, downtown has to play all those roles. And that's, that's where the challenge comes, right? There has to be balance between all of those things. Um, we know that people come downtown because it's fun, right? But we also know that downtown is not just sort of a neighborhood. It's a collection of neighborhoods. There are different parts of downtown have different feels to them. 
And so what we need to do is meld those together in a, in a uni, unified downtown that really works for everybody. What is the complaint from big businesses about downtown? How do we reassure them is the second part of that. But what do they say? You know, I think the, the, the complaint is what we would hear from just about anybody using downtown is that we need more amenities, right? We need to uh, build more retail downtown uh, and, and just make it more vibrant. Um, you know, when, when you're in the business of attracting talent, which companies always are, that's what makes a great company is getting the best people first and foremost. Uh, there are other things that go into it, but companies nowadays in particular are built on talent. Um, you want a place that helps to attract that. And so that's our goal for downtown St. Louis is to make it that kind of magnet so that we can attack, attract talent, not just from across the country, but from across the world. Well, you've got experience in Detroit and New Orleans, um, both areas that have seen crime. Um, one of our big stories this morning is about a woman who was involved in a shootout with police at the downtown Social Security office. It was caught on tape. She was released from custody. You know, as you see these reports come in like that one, what are your thoughts on it? Well, there is no question that people have to feel safe downtown. I've I've referred to this as a foundational issue. Um, we need to do some of the things I've talked about, make it fun, uh, attract more amenities, more retail. But none of that will work if people do not feel safe downtown. And so that's a, that's a big part of our uh, of our work at Greater St. Louis Inc., working with some who are already involved in that space, like the Downtown Community Improvement District, uh, of course, SLMPD, in order to make pe- downtown safe and make people feel safe, because both are important. Detroit and New Orleans. Now, I know New Orleans well. I mean, you talk about you know, the mixture of visitors, but also crime. They've had their issues, but they also have tons of foot traffic. I'm curious about that, but I'm really interested in Detroit. Mm -hmm. How did Detroit, you hear about them making their turnaround in the city. How did they do that? And how do they continue to do that? You know, I'll go back to um, where we started and the things that attracted me to St. Louis. One is the commitment of of, uh, civic-minded business leaders to the city, to the metro, and particularly to downtown. Um, What happened in Detroit was that General Motors led. And this is, you hear a lot about some of the other major players in Detroit, but General Motors made a very well-thought-out decision to move its headquarters from sort of the outskirts of downtown to the core of downtown, right on the riverfront, to the Renaissance Center. And everything else followed from that. That kind of vote of confidence and and that number of bodies, right, that number of people working in the core of the city day in and day out helped to help to change people's attitudes about downtown, but also to drive additional retail, additional hospitality, and all sorts of other uses downtown. And for New Orleans, you know, you're talking about some of the best restaurants in the country and some in the world and, you know, music and nightlife and foot traffic is not a problem in New Orleans but then they still have their issues, don't they? I mean, it still can be a dangerous area. What was your read on New Orleans? Well, that's why a big part of our program in New Orleans was public safety, right? So we had police officers who worked for our organization, the Downtown Development District of New Orleans, um, doing secondary shifts for us in uh, New Orleans Police Department vehicles. Um, and we had what we called public safety rangers who were not deputized, did not carry weapons, but we're really effective at dealing with quality of life issues on the street day to day. Those two things. And then we also had a homeless outreach team. Our organization, that was not our core mission, but we knew that that was something that impacted downtown. And, and it, was, it was an important uh, issue for us 
from from a uh, uh, kind of a moral standpoint, as well as trying to make downtown a better place to be in terms of quality of life. And so we had three full-time people who did homeless outreach. How many conversations have you had at this point? You've been here since um, fall. Mm -hmm. With city leaders, with the mayor, with aldermen who, you know, have some influence over the spending that happens in the city, infrastructure needs, you know, needs for our police. What have those conversations been like? I, I think they've been good, right? So we're still new. <laughs> we're still working through it. But no, we, we've had we've had some really productive conversations um, with the administration about why downtown is important, because if we don't agree to that, then the rest of it really doesn't matter, right? So we know that downtown is the face, not just of the city, but of this entire metro. And that's another, um, Tom, getting to your question about Detroit. The, the opinion of Detroit worldwide has changed because the quality of downtown changed. And I think we've got the ability to do the same thing here. Um, so down, you know, the, this this metro is going to go to some degree how downtown goes. And I think that's what we're working through with, with the administration. We've had, like I said, some really productive conversations. We still have a long way to go. Um, but um, it, it's, you know, this is a, this is a process. This, is, this is, does not take, you know, weeks or months. This is going to take us years to completely uh, turn this into the, the kind of downtown that we all deserve. Um, but I, I feel confident we're on the way. You answered my question. I th- th- was going to be unfair to ask you for a timetable, but how long? You, you just answered it. Years. Yeah, yeah. And, and you know, and you you've got to have wins along the way, right? You you want to make progress starting with the first year, and I think we will. Um, like I said, we've got really um, committed corporate partners, um, both downtown and throughout this entire metro. And so I think we've got a lot to build on from that, you know, building this relationship with the city. We have so many assets, you know, the historic architecture. I know the two of you are, are very acquainted with that. The historic architecture and the river and, and the mall and, of course, the arch, uh, the teams that I mentioned, Washington Avenue. Um, we all know what it was at its, at its heyday. Um, it certainly, you know, needs a shot in the arm, but um, it is still an outstanding asset for downtown. So we've got a lot to work with. Um, Very quickly, we're about out of time, but, you know, I'm curious about the messaging because for so many years, St. Louis, I think, has felt beat up with the messaging. And and even last year before his passing, the uh, the head of Centene, Michael Nydorf, you know, was was very critical and, and threatening to pull that company out um, because of some of the issues we were having. So, you know, what kind of messaging do you bring um, for downtown? Well, once again, I'm going to go to Greater St. Louis, Inc. One of the one of the lead message of Greater St. Louis Inc. is that we're doing this together, right? We're we're an uh, amalgamation of of entities at Greater St. Louis Inc. that all came together to create one, so one voice for for this metro. And I think we all have to speak with that one voice. Know that if we throw a stone at somebody else, we're throwing it at ourselves ultimately. Uh, I think that's the message we need to keep in mind: is that we're all in this together. We, we've got to we've got to look for the positives. We've got to address the the issues, no question. But we've got to focus on the positives and and keep sending that positive message because that's what the rest of the world will hear. They're they're going to hear what the message that we send about St. Louis, and we've got to send a positive message. Kurt Weigel is senior vice president, chief downtown officer, Greater St. Louis Inc. Welcome to town. I know you've been here for a while, but it's great to have you. Great to have you in studio. And thank you for being with us on KMOX. Thank you. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal. So why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. 
Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.